You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes, and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Daz watch. Day, a couple months, I'd say. Yeah. We haven't been keeping good Daz watch. But the point is, where is he? Why are the show runners hiding him from us? When will Daz return, and for what glorious purpose? You know I can't tell you, Nolan. You know I can't tell you what happens in Season 4, Episode 6. I can't tell you. Listen, well, all I want is to talk about how, how wrong I was in some of my predictions <laughs> uh, for this season so far. Yeah. Like, well, let's start with... I predicted things would well, be well, getting... Hot with uh with Armin. Oh my god! <laughs> you delivered. So, but I, I was thinking through. more. Hit those back walls, huh? <laughs> so, uh, welcome to Podzilla King of the Casters. I am your other co-host Brandon, and this is my co and this is my uh, other hosts, NB Nightingale. And today, I don't think you've uh, we've never done it where you do the introduction. I know it feels weird. It feels wrong. Producer Jasper is sleeping under the coffee table right Don't now. worry, he's not drunken himself under the table. He is a dog. He's also drunken himself under the table. <laughs> I, when you weren't looking, I put some gin in his doggy bowl. Oh, that's why he's so quiet today. Yeah. So anyways, um, so folks, we're talking about Attack on Titan, uh, long name here, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2. And we're covering the, f- what we're covering here is the first half of that season. So we start with episode uh, 50, The Town Where Everything Began, and this discussion will end on episode 54, Hero. So we're watching all those episodes, so we're... Well, this entire hard. episode will cover all of season 3, part 2, but before this, the commercial break, that's what we're covering. Yep, this half. Yeah. So then we're going to have our commercial break, and then we're covering this second half of this part of the season. Yep. So full, full spoilery stuff for what has currently happened to the show to this point. Yeah. So that, just let you know on that, so the big difference is Nolan is watching this for the first time, and I am re-watching this. And folks, uh, for those of you who have been keeping up with our troubles of having to move locations briefly, we are back. Pirate radio is no more. The pirates <laughs> have been hanged. We are where we deserve to be. And Brandon has a bunch of egg boxes in the corner of the room. <laughs> I do, I have to. Yeah, I'm moving. Is that from the weird egg guy? I don't think so. I think it's just Jen from the store. The egg guy is a whole other story that maybe will come someday. Uh, I think we should cover it today. <laughs> so, Brandon's girlfriend. Uh, she ha- she works at uh, she works as one of the team leads at a local supermarket, uh, and they have one client. Well, they have more than one client, yeah, but so they have one particular client. She works at a grocery store, and, yeah. uh, you know, she does certain deliveries for people living close to a grocery store, and one of them exclusively will order a dozen eggs three times a week. And then they order uh, eggs, some, like, pickled herring, and then, like, some other random third one, like, like dried bread. And the th- three times a week. And the thing is... She's never seen his face. He doesn't allow it. It, it. It's the fucking Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, like, 
She leaves yeah. the stuff at the door and he goes, Thank you so much. And then like he he like slips her a little bit of money for like the delivery. Yeah. And then that's all you all we've seen. We don't know what this man he looks like. We don't know what he what he's doing with all those eggs. <laughs> so that's a mystery that one day we want an answer to. It's mm. probably put him in his butt. But <laughs> one day we'll get an answer that's to it. So many. But you know, that's a dozen every two days. The butthole is resilient. <laughs> That's the problem. It'll crack the eggs and then you got egg yolk in your butt. <laughs> Nothing a bidet can't fix. Your western thinking is poisoned his against to- egg in butt. His toilet. We know his toilet's broken, but he won't let a plumber in to fix it. So probably, that's no why he's bidet, Nothing. No it's bidet. hardcore bidet. The bidet connects to your toilet. If your toilet's broke, your bidet is broke. I know someone who's got a bidet that's like just a a fucking water pot. Oh, like you like you fill water in and you dip the bidet in it to like suck the water out. Honestly, I've never asked him questions because because you know I don't want to know how he cleans his poop. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't uh, Bidet Zilla, King of the Poops. Okay. This is Godzilla, my point King was. My Dude. point was that we'll, one day we hope to get answers to those burning questions. <laughs> but today we got some answers to some burning questions in Attack on Titan. Yes, we did. So, <laughs> Nolan, um, I'm curious about what are your initial thoughts about this half of the season. I know you weren't the biggest fan of the first half of season one, because there was a lot of a lot of plot heavy, not too much action, a lot of like stuff happening, that like a lot of plot groundwork. And like now this is happening. Okay, so what I I think one of the things about season three part one that happened that really I it bored me because it was not willing to like obviously developments happened in it. The cast all survived. They never even felt like they were in that much of danger. Except for Historia felt like she was in danger at parts. Mm. Uh, but let me tell you, if I was worried about plot armor... <laughs> there's a, Plot armor was taken away and it was well done. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, so... Yeah, we did get the episode where a lot of a, lot, a good amount of characters that we know have now died. <laughs> like they're wiped off the board. Poof, well, eliminated. So we are full spoilers, folks. So. Yeah, we. I mentioned that before. We are fully spoiling these episodes. And so, your initial thoughts are: you are glad that the stakes have been raised and people can actually die. Yeah, yeah. But, so. We know Armin's dead. He's a charcoal brick. <laughs> He's a brick. Uh, Marlo's dead. We saw him die. Uh, Big chunk of rock right to his face. Is it confirmed that Erwin Smith is dead? I can't tell you. Well, that's an answer. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. It is. No, it hasn't shown his corpse yet. <laughs> it's... No, you're you're gonna feel real silly in the next episode. <laughs> It's because he's alive. <laughs> That's why I'm going to feel silly. I'm going to be like, ooh, I'm in a good mood, a silly mood. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Folks. Yeah, so 
you'll see where that development happens. Yeah. Then I would I'm gonna say tell you right now, Nolan. Um, the next episode is called Midnight Sun, and you're gonna be like this the entire time. <laughs> okay. Uh, for demonstration. For some reason, Brandon flopped his dick out and started stroking it when he said, I'm going to be like this the entire time. God damn it. I was, I was showing tense, like you're grabbing that to your seat. Oh my god, so... <laughs> That's what you do when you're tense. Ugh. Oh my god. So, um, now you're, so you know, you're, yeah, so the, you appreciate the stakes and everything, cool, cool fights. Going into this whole show... Mm-hmm. With no, with Nolan, I was like, season three, part two is. Season four, part two might beat it. We'll see, but season three, part two is currently my favorite part of the entire show, because all everything that has been building for the rest of the show so far pays off in this season. It's like, you know, you get all the plot stuff taken care of for season three, part one. Now we can get to the action. Now we can like using those elements. Bring it towards like fight, finally fighting the colossal titan, fighting the armored titan, you know, going toe to toe with the beast titan. Like yeah. all these great conflicts that have been built up since like I would say season two. Yeah. Because then it kind of took the you know took a break for a bit and then it was back in it. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, it pays off so good. I think it's an excellent thing of television. I fucking love how. A lot of this season takes place in the same place. It's yeah. like you are this. You feel like it's this massive battle in the Shiganshima district. It kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't want to compare it to like oh it's like Helm's Deep, but it's like it's a extended battle between like multiple fronts in this one location. Yeah. It flows together a lot like a bit like a movie. Like I couldn't imagine watching two episodes of this and then going next week <laughs> like yeah. they're so interconnected yeah. for this first half so it's fucking excellent the animation is great I remembered less of um, the Titan being actually 2D the Colossal Titan being uh, traditionally animated at a few points Yeah, I remembered it being CG but I think it was a good idea to put in some of those like traditional drawing yeah. parts and the development of the characters oh my goodness like yeah I think Reiner and Bertolt get a lot of characterization this part of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, they're growing a lot. You know, like, okay, well, they want to, you know, they want to kill everybody. It's fucking well, of bad. Of course Bertolt's growing. That, that's his whole thing. <laughs> his character grows so big. Yeah. That's character growth, right? Yeah. <laughs> when, when Aaron goes, I'm going to go all Chet. Character growth every time. <laughs> oh, can we talk about my new favorite Titan? We'll get to We'll get to him. In the, he, he, I wrote him down. He first appears in, I think it's the third episode. No, Pelican Dave no. appears before that. 51, actually, sorry. Okay. Episode 51. Okay. We will give you... We will t- talk about Pelican Dave soon, folks. Yes. Uh, so, so, let's start with... Uh, so, those are my overall thoughts. Oh, can we... This is relevant to this section of the season. Mm. I have a question as to... What are the little hubs for? The little hubs? Like the Shingashima District... And the Tross District, how every wall has the little hub with a city in it. The little what circle? are those for? I think they're kind of like central hubs in a way. Like you it can have seems cities in like the rest. A poor design idea. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm gonna. T- I've got a lot of th- thoughts on how this world operates. Like 
I'm pretty sure Erwin Smith might just be bad at his job. I, that is something... I, I don't want to touch that until the second half of the episode. <laughs> That's going to be one of my big questions at the end. Okay. All right. From things that happen later. So, with that all said... um. Yeah, so there. I think the little district things. I think like the you know the walls, wall and those little like side sections. Yeah. I don't think they ever fully get into why they do that. I think it. Well, I guess they had to put. I guess they had to put all those titans somewhere. <laughs> they had too many. Oh, we there wasn't too- enough for a fourth wall, so they just did little rings. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind. Um, yeah, p- planning architecture-wise, that fucking suck to have, like, a certain spot and that's it. Yeah. But, you know, it's your... If I remember right, th- I think the reason the little, bu- uh, little like, half-circle city things are there, if I remember right, that's the only way you can, like, use a gate to get through the walls. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they... That's why in the start of the attack, okay. Shigenshima, because that's the only one that had the gates. Okay, that makes sense, though. Yeah, okay, now I get it. Okay, cool. It's like they had to heavily defend the the spots where they could have gotten through. I like better our th- your theory that it was just like, <laughs> Hey, Bob! We got all these extra titans! <laughs> well, I'll make a di- another wall then. We can <laughs> have four walls. We don't have enough for another wall. Well, tell them to fuck off then. I don't know. Fuck off. <laughs> make the half circles. <laughs> so, yeah, so... <laughs> That's all going on. It's a lot of fun stuff this season. Uh, the opening is one of my favorites. I know Nolan doesn't like the yeah like openings. Yeah, but I oh, it's a beautifully animated sequence. Cause like, I like the laid back. You like the season three part one. I'm really yeah. interested once with the next OP in season four. What you think of that? Okay. Because it's by the same people who made your favorite one, which is the second the second ending. Okay. It's the ending yeah. of the second season. Okay, Same cool. people, and it's a bop. So, we had a great opening. I love the sequence of showing all the fights, and it's like, you can kind of feel like the color being drained out. The season has a lot of green. Yeah. Like, a lot of green tones to it. Yeah. Kind of like draining the color out of things as things get, like, darker and stuff. Yeah. So, that's a wild time. But let's go into the episode breakdowns here. So, the first episode of episode of season three, part two, is called Episode 50... The town where everything began. And this whole arc so far has been uh, the return to Shiganshima arc. Yeah. So, in this episode, we get some stuff. Get a lot of walking. Yeah, we get a lot of walking. <laughs> They're walking through the woods to Shigashima. Nothing of note really happens then. I think they briefly mentioned that, hey, you know, oh, it's a new moon out. Like, you know, there's no moon. So, thankfully, the Titans that have been... Being able yeah. to keep walking around because of the moonlight yeah. are fine. They're not doing anything. I feel like this is a good introduces you back to the world episode. Yeah. Like, they kind of needed to because, you know, our episodes are going to come back to back from season three, part one, and part two. But we took like a month off <laughs> between yeah. those. Yeah. So it, it's good to have a little episode that's like, oh, here's what's Erwin's deal is. Here's Aaron's deal. Here's Armin. Like. A little, little microcosm of a lot of their relationships. So we can go, oh yeah, I remember, I remember. And then they get into Shingashima and they're looking for Bertolt and Reiner. I don't get why they're not looking for Emir. Last they saw, she was with them. Mm. I don't know if that's a 
it's coming thing, or if that's a ooh, a little bit of a plotting consistency there thing. <laughs> ooh, <But> ding, <laughs> ding, ding! No movie is without sin. <laughs> no anime is without plot holes. Got you. Alright. <laughs> Just episode fifty. So they're, they're yeah, they're bit... searching Shingashima. Armin is put in charge by Erwin. It was interesting. He was kind of like, Armin, what do you think? Because they got into the Shiganshima. Their whole goal is... It's funny. This relates to the topic about the little half-circle city thing. There's two uh, holes they need to plug up. They need to plug up the outer hole and the inner hole. Once they do both... I see you. Once they plug... Once Aaron turns into a titan and... Once Aaron goes to plug both once holes. Aaron goes head first into that hole. <laughs> and he, he hardens up and he takes out the first wall. The first yeah, hole. Yeah, the, Aaron just has to get hard in the hole. <laughs> That's the point. So he hard <laughs> He makes a barrier within the hole in the wall. And then they do, they do that. And the weird thing is, they don't see the enemies anywhere. There's no titans around, no beasts, titan, none of them. They're all hidden. And they're like, wait, what? that's weird, right? And they say, oh, maybe we're so good that, like, you know, we caught them by surprise, man. Yeah. And they plug up, they, you know, first wall is set, secured. And they're starting to go after the second. And then... Armin's thinking, he's like, okay, I have, I have, you know, people are listening to me right now as, as like, a little commander and, you know, a little commander for this little bit of being. What am I going to do? Okay, uh, I remember there were titans in the walls, so we got to look at the walls. Yeah. So they start clanking around the wall to try to hear, like, an empty spot, and this poor bastard three feet away from Armin, clack, 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 <gasps> ooh, Shoots a flare and then... Even though he's three feet away from Armin. I know. He shoots a flare. What's well, everybody else can see too, I guess. The, the flare budget in the show and the and the scouts must be like half their budget. Yeah, they're so, just all, <laughs> all flares all the time. He shoots a flare and then fucking Reiner appears and he's hiding in the wall and he, oh, he jumps out, stabs the guy, kills him instantly. And right as Reiner's like trying to get away a little bit, Levi shoots down from the top and puts his sword right through Reiner's neck. Oh, was it Levi? I thought it was Aaron. It was Levi. It was? Yeah. Huh. So it, That's why Aaron was a little less likable in that moment. Okay. <laughs> so Levi stabs the sword through through Reiner's neck. He's like, oh, and he, his eyes go white for a second. You think he may be dead. And he stabs him again in the stomach. And then his eyes roll back and he looks at Levi. And Levi's like, shit! And pulls out the last second. And Reiner fucking smacks on the ground and then transforms into the Armor Titan. And they're like, shit, there he is, guys. We got to go after him now. And we have a new weapon to deal with him. Ooh, we got secrets of our own. And then at that, that moment, yeah, they're like, where's everyone else? <laughs> fucking like 50 lightning bolts come down. And there's the Beast Titan with a fucking like mini army. Like a battalion of titans, and they're circled around like the entire area they have to escape from it. Yeah. And leave. And Erwin's like, in the beast side, he's a big ass boulder, chucks it at them. You think he's gonna like try to hit them, but no, he hits the hole in the wall directly. And Levi's like, "Ha, you dumb idiot! He missed." And Erwin goes, "Yo, 
He hit exactly where he needs to. Now we can't escape. Like, our horses are stuck here now. And their strategy is going to be just kill us off one by one. Yeah. And it's like, humanity or titans, who's going to win? Yeah! And that's where it ends. Now, the next episode... Thunder Spears, baby. ...is mostly about Pelican Dave. <laughs> Pelican Dave is my, my little boy. So, Nolan, who is Pelican... Can you give me a, a, a visual description of Pelican Dave? Uh, he makes Pelican his... Dave's a naked little freak. <laughs> <laughs> He's on all fours, wearing a little backpack. <laughs> his... What's his face look like? I hope it's normal. <laughs> it looks like a pelican. He's <laughs> got a big. He's got a big, elongated, like crocodile-looking head, <laughs> with like. Rows of teeth. Folks, if you want a shirt that says Pelican Dave is a little freak, <laughs> then you have to start sharing this podcast around. <laughs> we will find a way to make them. <laughs> My God. So Pelican Dave is basically the Beast Titan's like right hand cart. <laughs> right hand right hand little yeah. little freak. Like, um, the Beast Titan, so in Thunder Spears. He fills me with so much joy. He's on all fours the whole time. He's more like, he's, he's the one. I'm sure they have an actual name in the fandom for him, (laughs) but Pelican Dave is my name for him. I will not spoil anything about Pelican Dave. (laughs) Well, he's gotta have a little dude in him. (laughs) That little freak has a littler freak in there. What if the littler freak also runs on all fours? <laughs> I was gonna say, what if he also has the Beetlejuice face? <laughs> oh no! So yeah, so Pelican Dave is introduced this episode. So if I remember right, this episode, the, a lot of these episodes do very much blend together because it's one extended massive fight. Yeah. So in this episode, if I remember right, in Thunder Spears, a lot of it focuses on. So we don't know where. Bertolt is. No. We have we get one shot of Bertolt and he's looking out at holes. Yeah. That's all we say. And but it's mostly the fight between Aaron and the armored Titan. Yeah. Well armored Titan's like climbing up the wall and he's trying to like kill the horses down below. Because yeah. Erwin and their like the new scouts are outside of the walls and all that's separating them from the beast titan is some rows of houses. <laughs> So, yeah, the armor Titans grab him, climb up the wall, and he sees Aaron, like, running away, and he's like, oh, i got to get after Aaron. So he starts chasing him, and they start fighting, and that's when you realize Aaron, uh, Chet, has really sick um, hardening powers now, yeah. where he has, like, brat, like, iron knuckly looking things. Yeah. And he can punch through Reiner's armor, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty sick sequence. I really love this, uh, this episode in particular, she really shows the, um, the, like, martial art coordination between the two. Yeah. And you could really only do that with traditional animation. Like, when they moved to CG, I think it was a good decision because some of more Titans for season four. But you also kind of lose the, um, like, how, you know, in-depth you can show those, like, grapples and stuff. Yeah. Oh, but it's a great fight, and then... And, uh, so then... But then Aaron's losing the fight. Oh, yeah. He gets cocky and he starts losing. It's kind of a pattern. And 
But don't worry, because Hanji invented the missile. Kaboom! Which are what the titular thunder spears are. Oh, yeah. So instead of using blades on the armor titan, because it won't work, you they shoot a rocket at him, and there's like a little string It's got attached. like a grenade pin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a little grenade pin. They pull it out. Kaboom. So they blow up Reiner's like back of his head, and he's like, shit, what the fuck? And then like... And then they, they do it again, and it just... He's just like... <laughs> in the mist there, the top of his head is fucking gone. Just like his human head is yeah. gone. And that's where we end the episode. Yeah, Jesus. Which then gets to... It's a, oh, it's a fun action episode. It's a lot to fight and lots of stings. So we still don't know where Robert's at right now. Yeah. And then we get episode 52 Descent, where somehow, out of nowhere, they show us what happened to Marco, and it's fucking brutal. Yeah, so it... So Reiner and Bertolt were talking shit. They were like, yo, how dare they? I should turn in my Titan and fight him and stuff. Like, very obviously, yo... Yo, I'm the armor titan. He's the colossal. Meanwhile, Marco was like was behind them, and they didn't, he didn't know. And he's like, "Hey guys, what are you talking about? He's like, what are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, it was a joke." And he's like, he tries to like pull it, like you know, push it off. Like, no time for jokes, guys. Come on, let's go. And he like uses ODM gear and he starts flying out of there. And then they they, and they see him look back at them nervous. And it's like, well, he just sealed his fate. And so they track him down. They hold him down. They have Annie take his ODM gear off. And then they leave him as Titan food. Oh, it's fucked. And then as... Marco, part of a balanced <laughs> breakfast. Oh, what a way to go. And he's like, guys, please, we haven't even talked this through. And, like, Andy's, like, sad about it, but Reiner's like, this is what makes a warrior. We have to do this. Yeah. So then after that, um, right as Mark was being eaten, like, Reiner starts crying. And the other two look at him, and he's like, guys, wh- why is Marco getting eaten? And it's like, shit. Like, Reiner has, like, a borderline, like, split personality disorder. <laughs> where... And I mentioned that because back in episode 51, Thunder Spears for a second, Nolan, I remember you mentioned Reiner's like at the top of the wall hanging out for a second. Erwin's right next to him. Yeah. (laughs) And he doesn't squish him. Yeah. And Reiner has some kind of line where he's like, oh, what a, you know, this commander, oh, I see what the commander's trying to do. Okay, bye. Mm -hmm. I think part of Reiner's head is telling him like, oh, he's still my commander. Yeah. Some weird part in there. Cause he like he's been with the he's been with the enemy so long he's kind of lost track yeah. in a way. Okay. Which was really interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. So descent. They're fighting. You know, Reiner's. You know, fucking top of his head split off. Connie and Sasha are really sad about that. Gene's just like, yeah, fuck that <laughs> yeah. guy. Gene was like, fuck him, and the, and Sasha and Connie were like they were our friend though, fuck. And then they're talking and stuff, and then. During this episode, I think Bertolt. Oh, comes we fu- in. yeah, Bertolt comes in because turns out where was Bertolt? Hidden? He was in a barrel, uh, specifically a barrel on one little freak <laughs> <laughs> on his back, and the beast titan picks him up. Because you see, the beast titan is throwing like a rock or so, because you can throw things far. And he grabs Bertolt in the barrel and throws him 
right above the uh, the whole fucking city. Yeah, and Armin's like, oh no, he's coming in. We're not gonna be able to escape in time. We're fucked. So then, <laughs> then it turns out that the war crime that the scouts committed was enough to make Bertolt <laughs> go. Wait, what? Oh. Ew! <laughs> How could you guys? And so he just pops out of his barrel and comes down as a human. Mm. And he takes a look at Reiner, and Reiner is somehow still alive. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like we see it earlier. They do, they do, they they show it once before this happens, so it's not as jarring. But when he gets his the sword stabbed in his neck, he's like, it's a good thing I transferred my consciousness to the rest of my body. Which yeah. is like kind of a dumb anime thing, but okay, whatever. They can turn into big fucking meat dudes. Yeah. But then we see the second time when he got the top of his head blown off, he transferred his consciousness through the fucking entirety of his Titan too. Yeah. And then Bertolt is like, oh, he's still alive. And then a good amount of this episode is just Bertolt and Armin like talking and yeah. like comparing each other. And Bertolt is like... We get flashbacks to Bertolt and Reiner talking to each other, and like, yeah, they're Bertolt's like a different dude now. Mm-hmm. Like he was so reserved and so like passive back in season two. Yeah. At this point, though, he's like, "Yo, I have the strongest Titan power. Fuck all of you. I'm going to kill you now." Yeah. Like Armin tries to like coax him again to be like, "Oh, we're torturing Annie," and Re- and Bertolt's like, "You think that you think I lose my cool again? You dumb motherfucker!" Like. <laughs> I've I've grown. I've grown so big now. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> you could say that my character has grown colossally <laughs> since season two. So then he's like, yo, fuck you. And then and then Armin was like, why did you even come down here? And Bertolt says like, because I wanted to prove to myself that I'm not going to flinch. <laughs> yeah. And then he zooms up in the air and was like, get the hell out of here, shit. You know, Hanji, her squad, lots of people on the ground. And then, like, fucking, like, nuclear explosion-looking thing from how far And we see up. the entirety of Hanji squad get dissolved. It's fucked. And during that, Bertolt just goes over to Reiner real quick and says, Reiner. But not Hanji. Very importantly, not Hanji. No. She will be back. She will be back. <laughs> yeah. And then Bertolt basically just tells Reiner to lay on his back so he doesn't get killed, too. Yeah. So that happens. And then... Is that the end of of the? Is that the end of fifty two? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it just shows the yeah. the colossal titan is now in the walls, and he's starting to scrape up smoking, burning houses and yeah. throwing them around. Yeah, like he's devastating. Okay. So now we can get on to episode fifty three. All right. Perfect game. Which, in which I get a lot of questions. About this universe again. Mm. Because baseball exists, <laughs> apparently. Mm. Which shouldn't, in the time period aesthetic they're choosing, mm. but also could mean it's the future, like I've said. Uh, it's the future? What? Yeah. Oh, you think. Oh, you think it's like future times? Yeah. <laughs> in the in the final dude that's what's in the basement it's a laser gun <laughs> I come from Zornon you are joking but I I do feel Aaron gets to the basement he opens it up what is this 
a blade from Arrakis. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's my theory. He opens up the... Oh, God, it's so stupid. I don't even know if I should say it. Save it. <laughs> no, I'll say, I'll, I'll say what I think right. it's going to be. Okay. I think he's going to open up the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Machine. No. And there'll be a car down there. <laughs> this is legitimately my belief that he's gonna open it up and there's a car. Aaron, Aaron, this is how I made it here. I drove. The Titans are slower than four wheels, baby. Six cylinder V6. A Ford F. It's a it's a sponsorship. It's a Ford F one fifty. What is this? A it's, Ford F one fifty. It's not like an animated Ford F one fifty. It's a badly composited in Ford F one fifty. God damn it! <laughs> what? All wheel drive, no down payment. But 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 papa, I can't drive stick. Not necessary, son. <laughs> this baby, she's automatic. automatic. <laughs> Can fill, even in chat form, this baby will get you where you need to go to hop in the back. <laughs> okay, we're making fun of it, but okay. I do legitimately think there will be a car in there. Okay, alright. Okay. Right. So, episode 53, perfect. I like how this started so fun, because episode 53 is like the most depressing episode so far. Yeah, so... Uh, perfect game, so I'll start it by saying that the last few episodes have focused on inside the walls of the city with like Aaron, Mikasa, Armin, that group of people. 53 is a lot more focused on the outside. Yeah, on Levi's squad studio. Yeah, with like, you know, like Erwin and his whole group. Erwin, Levi, and Marco are the ones yeah. to watch. And so what they're doing is. So the Beast Titan is uh, throwing just like. Kind of like clumping up rocks together hard enough that they stick for him to throw like a like a snowball, but then they turn into shrap, just like giant fucking shrapnel, yeah. and it's just ripping through Levi Squad and leaving a red mist. It's fucked. And during that, you can see on a lighter note, you can see uh, <laughs> oh yeah, freak you can rolling a boulder. My little freak, Pelican Dave, is Roll just boulder. rolling boulders around. Yep. So it's fucked, though. You see, like, the shots of, like, the whole, like, groups of people just, f like, flying in the air from the debris. Oh. And they're just, he just keeps throwing them. And, like, the their uh, their cover gets, like, smaller and smaller. Oh, I also, I don't remember which episode this happens in, but we do get a little flashback where we hear Pelican Dave's voice. <laughs> and it's so weird. It's just as weird as you want it to sound. <laughs> just as a little freak as you need such to a little be. freak. Yeah. <laughs> So, with that happening, I think the, the game gets its title, this episode gets its title from, because the Beast Titan says, I'm pitching the perfect game, and then yeah, he starts throwing the Yeah, which is where the baseball stuff oh, yeah. comes up. And he starts throwing them around. He's like, rah, rah. And then, Erwin's like, fuck, everyone's like, fuck, what are we doing? Because keep in mind, most of the people who are left are like, recruits of the scouts. Yeah, Marco like, is like, oh no. Well, Marco's actually... Marco's the only one not being a little bitch about it. But a lot of people are like throwing up and getting yeah. nervous. And Erwin's like, listen. There's this one dude with really stupid hair. The red one? The red hair guy? Yeah, which the hair where it's like got a weird swirl to it at the top. 
Yeah, I don't remember his name. I think he gets a name. I don't think he has a name yet. I don't think they say it in this part of the season. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. Uh, Levi talk and Erwin talk, and Erwin has a speech about how he wants to kill himself a lot, but he wants to prove he's right. About the basement, he's like, I'm so close now. He's like, I've, if only if even if we've lost, I need to see what's in the basement. I need to, like, you know, sh- figure out it, that I was right this whole time about yeah. everything. And anyway, so he gives them the plan, which the plan to try and take out the Beast Titan is that they're all going to be fucking human decoys running right at the Beast Titan for him to keep knocking them down. Because they keep shooting flares at him to distract him. Meanwhile... Levi is going to use his ODM gear to swing from Titan to Titan to try and take the Beast Titan out. Because it's a whole ring of Titans right up to the Beast Titan. And so they start charging and immediately Erwin is taken out. End of episode. It's fucking like shocking. Yeah. Because Erwin gives this great speech about like, you know, we, the anguished fallen... We like we are the soldiers. We will, you know, the next generation will, you know, worship us, and we did what we had to do. And now let's go. And he had like this great speech about like all his fallen comrades before. Yeah. There's this one beautiful shot a couple episodes ago. Do you remember the pile of bodies? Yeah. And he's on top of it, and it's yeah. like holy shit. So yeah. he's like, "This is our charge. This is our chance to do it. Go!" And then all the boulders, all the rocks start shooting at him. And Erwin just gets a massive fucking rock right in his like chest, yeah. and then it it's one of the best animated shots in the show so far. <laughs> it's like you like like great animation of him just like looking down and like realizing like shit, and then hard cut end of episode. Yeah, and the next episode starts up right with that just showing him fall off the horse. Oh, it's so brutal because he's like <laughs> like you see the rest of the animation play out. And he's falling off the horse, and he like comes the back, and then one of the guys is like Commander Irwin, and Mar and Marlo's like, "No, we have to keep moving forward, guys." And they keep going and going. Marlo gets taken out. Pretty much everyone gets everyone gets yeah. taken out. What well, a really sad. And meanwhile, scene. the Beast Titan's like, "Why are they do? Why the fuck are they doing the? Fl- this doesn't make sense. This isn't helping them at all. Why he's do like, they keep doing he's it?" He's like, "Why would they do this? How how stupid of them to do this thing?" And then, like, how inevitable. After he's taken out the last of them, you can say it. Cool. Levi, you can does, say this, Nolan. Levi does something cool. What's that? What's that, Nolan? Uh, Levi has one of the best fucking animated sequences in the entire show. Levi does something cool. Okay. He, <laughs> what does he do, Nolan? He single-handedly takes the Beast Titan down by, like, fucking cutting him up and then cutting the ripped blonde dude who looks like an English professor (laughs) out of him. Yeah. But before, and before he can, but someone, more importantly, Mm -hmm. someone saves the day for the Beast Titan. (laughs) Some little freak. swoops in and gets the guy who's inside the Beast Titan and runs off with him. Pelican Dave saves the day. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so I just need to to break down this action sequence because this is one of the moments I've rewatched the most. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I do think, you know, I do agree sometimes, oh, Levi's not the best character, he's a little, like, 
eh, he's not got too much development and stuff. I think there's development there. I like him more than you do a lot, but I know he's not one of my favorite ones. But I will say that Levi has consistently the best action sequences in the show. On a consistent level, when Levi goes to attack something, it's fucking beautiful. Like, he cuts through the beast science entire fucking hand. <laughs> like, yeah. cuts it in half. Like, lengthwise. It's it's one of the most beautiful shots in the whole show. Because you see the camera is just following Levi as he cuts the Beast Titan's fucking, like, back of his knees. And the Beast Titan fucking smacks his head on the ground. And sees, like, his fucking lips shake a bit. It It's fucking anime at its absolute best, that moment. It's like... And you were like, fuck yes, because fucking Irwin just got, like, a, d- killed by that thing. Like, just smacked. So now it's like, you were so excited to see, like, Levi... Take it back on the Beast Titan and take him out, and he fails. I think that's the part that's like the oh about that scene is that he he gets so close, but he doesn't do it, and that's the that is the last thing he told Irwin. Yeah. Before Irwin, yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna kill the Beast Titan for you," <laughs> and he couldn't do it, and like fuck that moment. But that isn't. Let's see. We've now, but yeah. So I think we've got another half of that episode together. Are we in fifth? I'm trying to remember. Are we're we still in fifty four right now? Yeah, we're definitely in fifty four. I think so, we just. Do you see what a? Did we ever start fifty four? I think we were still in fifty. No, we did. We we start we started it. You t- we talked about cut to end of episode when we went. Oh, okay. So yeah. So we are. So episode fifty four is called Hero. You see, these episodes are so closely connected. I completely. Forgot that we had moved on to the next episode. Okay, but like, they're so like anyways, perfectly sequenced. But yeah, the second half of the episode is yeah, so um, the whole Levi Erwin yeah. thing that is now solved. Yeah, you know the Beast Titan is wounded. Like he didn't die, but he's wounded and he's retreating. He's like fucking running away now because Pelican Dave is a bro. Pelican but, Dave is a little freak, but he's got your back. Yeah, <laughs> he'll put a little bit of candle wax on it, but he's got your back. But yeah, and <laughs> meanwhile. Aaron's little freak is uh By the way, episode's called Hero, episode fifty-four. <laughs> Aaron's little freak is talking over a plan with him to stop the colossal titan. So Aaron yeah. and Armin are both on the top of the wall. Oh yeah, so the colossal titan fucking pucked <laughs> kicked Chet into the top of the wall. Yeah. It's so funny, Chet like tries to grab his like leg and he's like Fucking tiny. But yeah. And Armin has a little speech with Aaron where it's pretty much just, Hey, remember, we have plans for when we're done fighting. We're gonna see the sea, Aaron. Yeah. We're gonna see the sea. And then the Colossal Titan shows up. He's a lot weaker because he's been given off steam during the battles. It's a good use of the CG model. He's definitely yeah. got thinner yeah. as he's and like trying to attack things. And then Aaron immediately falls off the wall. And yeah. He's, and... Lands head and first. And Bertolt's just like, oh, you, you, th- bitch, you thought. Yeah. And then, but then Armin's going in for an attack while Aaron is, like, woozy on the ground. And instantly Bertolt's just, like, starts radiating heat. And... 
Armin's talking about, I gotta buy more time, I gotta buy more time. And he starts to burn. He burns to a crisp. And as he burns to a crisp, his last thoughts are, Aaron, you have to see the sea for me. Ah, and then once he's dead, Bertolt turns the heat off and he looks down and he realizes where he thought Aaron was just on the ground. Aaron, Chet had Chet had hardened up that whole time. Covered and, the wall. And was now covering the last hole in the wall. And Aaron swings out behind him and gives him a bitch you thought. He goes, got you! And then, shoo! And cuts him out. And what a perfect sequence that the biggest, like, the biggest bad guy in the whole show, mm-hmm. go like, he gets taken out to silence. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a great moment. Like, he fucking cuts Bertolt right out of that Titan and pulls him out. And Bertolt's like, shit, that was all part of Armin's plan. He, you know, he was distracting me while Aaron cardened and, like, got out of chat and was able to get back at me. Fuck! Yeah. And then we get the last sequence of... Like, child Aaron and yeah. Armin that's really sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, then it's just, the episode ends with Aaron looking over Armin's charred corpse and while well, he's carrying, like, Bertolt by the nape of the neck. And he's just like, you were the real hero. Yeah. Alright, so you said you had some questions for me before we go into the second half. Let me try to think. Okay, so what I'm wondering, Nolan, is... Well, I think the biggest one I was going to ask is, what do you think is in the basement? I told you. It's a car. It's a car. Did, what kind of car do you think it would be? An old jalopy auto. Like, like a 1920s? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> something <laughs> where it's like, you can imagine a black and white cat. Just wiggling a finger and driving it down the road. That's in the basement. He, he, you see the letter and it's like, Aaron. Aaron, there's nothing special or anything about me. I just built a car, Aaron. I built a car. Isn't it sick? I call it a car. Isn't it really cool? You're going into a Rick impression. There. I know. I <laughs> I'm Car Grisha Aaron. I'm Car Grisha. Aaron, Aaron, my soul is in the car. I'm Car Grisha. You have to drive me, Aaron. You have to drive me to the sea. I'm Car Aaron. It's it's gonna. I really think it's gonna be a car. It's gonna be something to recontextualize the time frame of when this takes place, and it's going to be, and. It's going to turn out this takes place in the future. So, I have I had two ideas of what it could be. Okay. The car is the funny one. <laughs> okay. That I also really think could happen. The mm. second one, going into my theory... Okay. ...of the fact that the only races that... The only cultures that seem to exist are Axis powers... I don't like where this is going. <laughs> it's gonna just be a Nazi flag down oh, there. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh goodness, that'd be in a really dark spot. <laughs> yeah. Aaron holds it up. What a cool symbol! 
those are gonna be terrible. Oh my god. Any other questions? Ken? Okay, okay. Um, I'm not gonna ask that because I don't. That might lead you into thinking about the next episode. It might give a little too much away. Um, I'm curious. What was what was your favorite of the three fights? There's the fight with the armor titan, the colossal, and the beast titan. This is the beast titan. Yeah. That's going to have a lot of my top five anime moments. It's... Fuck. The beast titan... I agree. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the colossal because colossal doesn't have a good ending, but like everything about the beast titan fight is amazing. It is. Like the fact that he fucking Levi goes through the fucking road of titans and the beast titan looks over and goes... Oh shit! Uh oh! Uh oh! I'm in danger. <laughs> it's a great oh, it's a great sequence. Like perfect, like end cap for that whole yeah. whole group. My All goodness. right. Well, we're gonna go to commercial break, folks. We are. So now we're gonna open. We're in commercial break, and we head back. We are covering the second half of season three, part two. So that's episode fifty-five to episode fifty-nine. It's going to be full spoilers again. So, folks, um, happy to have you listening, but, uh, you know, watch those episodes before you hear us talk, because you, by now you know that we do not care about spoilers. Like, we'll give you a spoiler warning, and then we will spoil every single part of the show. So, you'll know when you get back that I was right about the car. So. <laughs> vroom, vroom, baby. <laughs> I turned myself into a car, Aaron. I'm Car Grisha. <laughs> <laughs> notes on on what you just said full spoilers for the second half of the season Lee be, be beware all ye who enter here it, it uh it, Aaron it, it feels like when you said across the sea lies the enemy if we kill all of them there's our freedom <laughs> sounded a bit like a dunesque jihad my belt <laughs> I didn't love didn't didn't love that 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 phrasing there. Uh, Might need a little workshopping. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll turn around in the next season. Well, you know, this is peak neoliberalism. We're going to just workshop some fascist sentiments to make them a little more palatable. <laughs> yeah, just get, just remove across the sea because, you know, that that's very us versus them. Um, you got to workshop a few things there, buddy. Okay, um, so... We're talking about the second half of season three, part two now, so we just had the commercial, and, um... Brandon, <laughs> I should start by saying something that you're you're gonna... Right. I hate myself for what I'm about to say. Yeah? I've found a new lightning rod for my hatred, <laughs> and Levi's not that bad. What's that going on? <laughs> What's Levi that? is not <laughs> that bad. <laughs> Oh, drink it in, folks. Drink it in. We probably talk. <laughs> drink think... that in, folks. That character development. I th- it's. I think with every show, I need a lightning rod for hatred. <laughs> and Levi's not it anymore, huh? No, it's not because he did anything. He. I mean, he did do something did that you some liked cool. a lot it's in the n- second half, but... Yeah, it's but it's not because of any particular action he took. It's more that I've got a new public enemy, number one, folks. Uh, Float? Flouch? Floke. 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 The red-haired uh, guy. The fucking poodle-headed motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, that guy really fucking sucks. I like these episodes, but fuck Floke. Yeah, oh my goodness. So, before we get into the, the depths of it here. So, I think the first half of the season was very action-heavy. And the second half of the season was more like drama, aftermath, world-building-y yeah. stuff. And that's far more what I like in a series. Mm. So, so, I, so, it sounds like you... You liked this half of the season more than you liked the first half of the season. Yeah, and I liked the first half of the season, but like, mm. it's, you know, you know why season two was my favorite season? If I boiled it down, mm. it's because of the Emir Historia will they, won't they, being at its peak. <laughs> the strength at that moment. That is, that is what made it so strong for me. It's a good, it's Which, a good romance I'll, I'll thing. Have, I'll have more to say about it. There is some new content bit, about it. In a bit, yeah. yeah. And okay, so you you preferred this one because it was more about like the world stuff. But you, th- I think, do you think that it was doing more to invest you in this than it was like in the first half of season three? Because well, there was a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and there. it also tied into what had been up until this batch of episodes, my favorite episode, mm. the Emir backstory episode. It tied in and contextualized a lot of what we saw in the beautiful Amir montage uh, in that episode. Uh, so that was nice. That was really good to see. Uh, mm. But yeah, so I like this batch of episodes. I tacitly endorse Levi now. <laughs> what a what a thing to hear, folks. So um. We can, so that's your thoughts about it. So you liked it better in the first half of season three, or, yeah. you know, the first half of these ten episodes, season three, part two. A little confusing on the name, but yeah. So, in my opinion, 
Ah, oh, it's really tough because I love the action of the first half of the season. Yeah. But I feel like the next few episodes after the first few episodes we watched, which was like the mm-hmm. aftermath, gave yeah. like gravitas to what the action did. Yeah. Where it's like tough character decisions and choices and like. I think the reveal of what is in the basement is fantastic. Yeah. I think the the editing's a bit weird. They should have fixed that. We can get into that when we get to the yeah. the episode called The Basement. But mm-hmm. it's a fantastic reveal. I think it was a great idea for like those last few episodes to mostly be like Grisha backstory stuff. Yeah. Like that was a great choice. So yeah. still a season three part two, until season four part two comes out, that could beat it. Season three, part two is my favorite season of the show. Yeah, like, yeah, I think I, it's a very stiff competition between season two and season three, part two for me right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so uh, I'm trying to think if in Game of Thrones I had a lightning rod hate character like that. In, in Theon, s- Theon before he gets his no, I thing. always fucking love okay. Theon. I, unlike you, am a huge Cersei stan, <laughs> I lo- which I know she's usually the lightning rod character for people, but everything Cersei Lannister did, <laughs> I was applauding. You're like, girl yes. boss. Girl boss. Fuck that twin. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. But yeah, so lightning rod characters? Uh, oh. I guess I really hate Samuel Tarly. <laughs> I can't stand he's like Sam. The, he's like the he's like the the most underdog of the characters. It's like everyone else is kicking him, and you're joining him, joining them. Honestly, he he deserves to be kicked. A bit. <laughs> Sam's just so pathetic; it grinds on me. Oh boy, dang! So, oh goodness. Plus, uh, plus I'm watching. I'm just like Sam. How how the fuck are you with Gilly? <laughs> Like yes, Gilly is an incest baby who is who doesn't shower. But how did you get Gilly? <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of lightning rod characters, yeah. let's talk about the decision that Levi made in the first episode of the episodes we're talking about, fifty-five to fifty-nine. Midnight episode Sun. fifty-five. Yeah, Midnight Sun. Probably overall the best episode of the show so far. Yes, I am of that opinion. But so So, no one follow me through. What happened in episode fifty five? We just had the big old fights. Saren ripped out the colossal titan. What happens? So we find out that Armin is alive. Crazy reveal. Yeah, Armin is like in his death throes. But on a technical level, he is alive. His heart is beating. <laughs> and so is Erwin Smith. That's the tough thing, is and that... both of them are going to die because... Because medicine don't exist here. <laughs> uh, and I guess they both are going to die... F- Interesting well, like, I, I don't think, think it, I don't think modern medicine would have been able to save, like... Armin. <laughs> but Don't Ir- worry, Irwin gets... seemed very treatable. Get some ibuprofen in that in that boy, and he'll be set. But yeah, so they. I just realized something. I just realized something. Mm-hmm. They're both near death because of a command decision they made. Yeah, isn't that something? I didn't realize yeah. that till just now. But so, but anyways, so 
we find out that the uh, the squad had brought some of the purple goo. Uh, oh yeah, the Titan serum. Yeah, the purple goo. Um, <laughs> the goo. They brought both of them had brought some of it. Uh, or they brought one vi- one syringe of it, mm. and in the case of if we get the opportunity and we have we give someone it, we take the colossal or the armored Titan power. Mm. And they've got Bertolt there to munch on. And the whole squad is fighting over whether to give it to Erwin so he can live or give it to Armin so he can live. Yeah. And there's... There's a little side plot that, you know, Reiner gets taken by the... By our little freak. By our little freak guy. I'll just bring that up. That Pelican you know, Dave. Reiner was captured, and now he's a, he's got. Yeah, away, just so. it's important to know that we did get some good Pelican Dave content. Exactly, but like it's only the Colossal now. Yeah. So it's like shit. We got one serum that's gonna yeah. bring someone to back to life as a you know a pure Titan to eat Reiner yeah. or sorry to eat Berthold and get the Colossal. And we finally get the payoff for that end credit scene from. Uh, from season three, part one, in which Mikasa and Levi were fighting to the death on a rooftop. Yeah. And that is because Levi wants to bring Erwin Smith back because he's the great military leader. Uh, mm. And Mikasa wants to bring Armin back because she... Uh, because he's her friend. That's that. <laughs> like, they try and intellectualize it, but that's essentially the argument. Yeah, it's a tough one. Because the worst part is, earlier in the episode, Levi's about to give it to Armin. Yeah. Give it to Aaron so Aaron can give it to Armin. And then Flock shows up on, with Erwin on his back. And but it's yeah, like, and, shit. And Flock has very strong opinions about who it should go to. Erwin, baby. He's like, Erwin... Yeah. Because he is a, he's, his, okay, I know he's your lightning wrong character. His reasoning for why he wants to bring Erwin back is really interesting. Okay, but here's the thing. Flock, you've been in two episodes. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't get an opinion. You didn't exist 15 minutes ago. <laughs> the, okay, I think that, okay, weirdly enough, I think that kind of adds to him. Hear me out, hear me out here. Okay, so... He's li- his character is literally supposed to be a disillusioned recruit who just showed up for his first day and had fucking hell. Yeah. It kind of makes sense that that's the first time you see him. But his reasoning for why he wanted Erwin to stay alive is he's like, yo, he was... Because Flock is the last surviving member of fucking Erwin's, like, suicide charge. And he's like, this, this fucking guy is a demon. He's a devil. And we need that. And I want him... I don't want him to get the easy way out here. I want him to keep living to keep going through hell because of what he did to us. It's like, oh shit. But yeah, everybody comes in. You got fucking Hanji, uh, Han- let's see, all the big all the big supporting characters are here to like and, voice an opinion one way or the other. And this is where everyone fights over whether or not Erwin Smith is a good military leader. And now can we litigate this? Okay. So... My opinion. Okay. No. Mm. He's a fucking moron. Mm. 
Erwin Smith's military plan for everything is just throw humans at them <laughs> until we can squeak by with our few survivors. Mm. That isn't a military plan. That is how ants fight. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Ants are not the dominant species <laughs> of human of the world. Okay, okay. I I'm going to have to offer a little bit of a counter opinion on this. Okay. Because I Erwin's style of leadership for one thing politically, thankfully he was able to get rid of the, you know, the fake royal family because he had the political connections to do that and he knew how to set things up in a certain way for that to happen. So he does kind of have more of the political sense of things. And on top of that, while he does often throw people into things, it works. <laughs> like, he always is successful. Like, in season two, where he's like, fuck it, I'm going to send a horde of titans at, you know, the armored titan and the, you know, the birth hall and everybody. I'm sending those towards him to fuck with him. And he loses some men on the way, but it works and he gets it done. I don't... The only good moves he ever makes is listening to Armin. That is... Well, that was... That what makes him a great general is he will listen to other people. He asks for Hanji's opinion on stuff. Every dumbass plan that Erwin sees through Hmm? only ends up working because of knowledge he did not have. Hmm. The suicide run in season two... Only reason it works is because whoopsie, Aaron Jaeger is the coordinate, which is not knowledge that Erwin Smith had. Mm, okay. Well, he does, he is able to, like, he asks for other people's opinions on things to get things done. And then also, like, in the season three, part two, when he brings. They're in such a fucking bad situation with the Beast Titan. Like, the Beast Titan is fucking, like, 300 feet ahead of them. Wall of Titans. And they can't even really get above it to fight anything. Okay, but what did the Beast... What did the charge on the Beast Titan change? What did it change? So It gave Levi time to attack him. Okay, but what did the Levi attack matter? Listen, the it took impor- the Beast the imp- Titan out of the situation so they could escape. But the only important thing that happened in that battle hmm. was that the Colossal Titan, is, who was 1v1-ing Aaron and Armin, is now, own, is now Armin. Which is a great victory. That is. Like- but you know what didn't affect that at all? Everything going on outside of Shingashima. No, but it wouldn't have mattered if they would have gotten that if the Beast Titan and his 50 Titan buddies were just waiting outside. Like, if they had waited and they tried, oh, we're trying to get inside, the Beast Titan would have been, fuck it, get them. Like, they needed an exit route after they were done with that. Have you ever seen... Have you ever seen Blackadder Season 4? No. Okay, uh... Well, where I'm going with this, folks, uh, is that Stephen Fry in season four, which takes place in, which is about a bunch of uh, World War One uh, commanders who keep trying to uh, 
scheme their way out of going on the front line and being obliterated by machine gun blasts. Mm. Well, in it, Stephen Fry plays the villain, a hapless commander who thinks that dying with glory is all that matters in the world and everyone will be honored to just <laughs> run out towards the machine guns oh, and be obliterated to gain a couple of inches. Jesus. That's Erwin Smith. Ooh, okay. Erwin Smith is Stephen Fry from Blackadder. I don't know. I mean, Erwin was the one who orchestrated the plan to capture the female Titan. And it would have worked if the female Titan hadn't shouted and brought the other Titans to her. He set up all of the things to shoot into him. It, Sh- uh, there are three words uh, that uh, that apply to why that doesn't matter. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's a tough situation because I think I think that both were great commanders. I just needed to give a bit of opposition because. I do think Armin is the better of the two. Well, Armin is definitely Ar- the right choice. Because Armin... that's the choice that Levi made. So Yeah. So we'll hear into this. So I think Armin was the better choice of the two. Because while Erwin, you know... I think Erwin had more of a strategy of... You know, it's a whole fucking new world now. People can turn into titans. There's whole new strategy and battle things. Yeah. Erwin doesn't know that. Like, Erwin isn't familiar with that kind of warfare. Erwin gets lucky every single time. Until he doesn't in 3 Part 2. When he gets just fucking hit by the boulder. Like, he thought he was, you know, he's like, oh, I'm gonna be a great thing. And then he was, like, the first one to go. Yeah. So it's nuts. Like, don't get me wrong. I... Really enjoyed the character of Erwin Smith, but he's not good at this. <laughs> I don't know what else you could have done to beat the Beast Titan, though. That's the hard thing, is, like, I think Armin and Aaron had, like, somehow the easier of the two <laughs> with how they planned it. Because, like, you know who they at least have, like, the walls and the environment to deal with. They're in a fucking open field with that Titan <laughs> and you know all his buddies. You know figured out a way to, uh, to not... To not uh, have everyone die to the Beast Titan. Daz. But he was sleeping that day. Yeah, I was going to say Pixies. <laughs> he would have just been like... Oh, he would have seen... Uh, <laughs> he would have seen our little freak. <laughs> he would have seen good old Pelican Dave. Oh, and no. he would have been like... Good oh, enough for me. <laughs> that's a mouth to get bored by. Oh, God. So anyway, so... Yeah, I think Armin was the better choice in the long run because... He's a smart cookie. He could figure a lot of things that Erwin was doing. And then, yeah. well, Erwin's the more seasoned commander, and, you know, I think he would have gotten the more immediate support of the guys and stuff. Armin Erwin, yeah. Armin's Erwin. also clearly the one be, who, who, Erwin was, Erwin was grooming Armin. In, not, not in the, to be not, commander. Not in the, yeah, not in the bats. <laughs> Let's finish that word. Yeah. <laughs> grooming Armin to be co- the next commander by like, asking him, not, hey, Armin, what do you think? Like, not the next next, but like, Hanji's next would, well, Hanji did assume because Erwin's dead now, but yeah. it clearly was gonna be like, Erwin's thought process was Hanji, then Armin. Yeah, so, yeah. getting back to the, yeah. the episode here, though, so, they're be- they're both good choices, but I think Erwin with the Colossal Titan would have been a lot more careless and crazy with how he would do things. Yeah, er- like, yeah. he would have just, like, dropped on top of a city, like, just yeah. out of nowhere for things. Yeah. But they're both great characters, and that's what makes it so difficult. But 
They're fighting over each other. The two, you know, good also, options of each. The plan to get Annie was really bad. It was really bad. So many people died. There were other ways. It was... So anyways, they fought yeah. it. So in the end, Levi goes, everybody get the fuck out of here. I'm going to give it to Erwin. That's an order. Get out of here. And yeah. he's about to give it to Erwin's arm. And Erwin, like, raises his hand and, like, smacks it out of Levi. Like, oh, it smacks it farther away. It's like, oh. He raises the hand. He goes, like... And he, like, recalls a memory when he was a kid about asking, like, do you think humanity still exists outside the walls or something? And, like, it's the last thing he says. And then Levi goes, shit, like, you know, we made this man a devil. Because, you know, he did all these terrible things and everything. But it's like, he kind of, we forced him to be that way. And it's like, you know, I don't want to bring him back into this. Let's let him rest. So they give it to Arm. He give Levi gives it. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Levi saves Nolan's favorite character. My second favorite character. Who's number one? Ymir. Yeah, Ymir. <laughs> it's Amir, Armin, then Sasha. That is the order Woo! of characters. Alrighty, alrighty. All right. But do you want to tell them <laughs> what your third party favorite <laughs> was? Okay, so I'll, I'll finish the Midnight Sun episode. So, so they. <laughs> now so, you, you tell them now. Tell him so, so Armin, Brandon came up. Yeah, it, I got, I got, it was okay. like Israel Palestine. There was there were a bunch of complicated solutions. Yeah, everyone was so everyone like, was super which... mad. But Brandon came up with the <laughs> ultimate two state solution. Exactly, it was perfect. This. So yeah, so Levi gives it to Armin. Armin eats Berthold. Oh, great, Arm. You know, Armin now has Berthold's colossal titan powers. Great. That's where the episode ends. No credits or intro in this episode. It's all the episodes. Wonderful. Best episode of the series so far. Really builds the tension, right? Oh, we also get to see... Bertolt, like, comes to right as he's about to get munched. <laughs> yeah. Out. So, the shot that I was... That I thought, oh, perfect third solution. It's a shot of... It's like Armin. It's a close-up of Armin. It's a close-up of Erwin. Of Irwin, and then it's a close-up of Bertolt. And I was and like, it's trying to convey the information of like, that, like which one are they gonna, you know, which one will eat Berthold? But and it I makes it like, look like all three are viable <laughs> solutions. And, and I was like, Levi goes third party and, <laughs> and gives the Titan injection to Berthold. <laughs> Make him the double colossal Titan. Yes, the double power. So. Yeah, that's this episode, 55. Wonderful, really tense episode. Like, a great episode. But then we're going to get into episode 56, The Basement, which I feel like Midnight Sun is, like, the cap on the whole fight in Shigen Chima and everything. And 56 is where the, more or less, where the second thing of the season happens. Yeah. Like, 56 is more of a, you know, those clear skies. One thing I noticed, episodes, uh... 50 through 56 take place all the single day. And you can see it go from the first light of morning to the evening. It's beautiful. So in episode 56, the basement, clear blue skies. Oh my goodness. Tension relieved. All right. Armin's something jacked now. <laughs> yeah. Armin's and, uh, got a fucking eight pack. Yeah. So he's got, he's jacked now. And it, a lot of the episode is just them relaxing, you know, who's okay? Wow, we were the only squ- the scouts left. Oh my goodness. So Wait, so does the 8-pack mean that my prediction that it would be Armin's hot girl years 
Are they here? Are they here to stay? <laughs> Arvin's now reaching powerful of bad bitch mode. Oh my god. So, um, in the basement episode, it's it's really kind of low-key, and it's them, like, going, you know, let's get to the basement, guys. Really sad, because, you know, that was Irwin's big thing, was he walking to the basement, but he died before he, right before he got there. And then, um, they walk towards Aaron's house, and there's little flashbacks of them as kids, and looking at, like, storefronts that are now crashed and, like, broken into, of, like, oh, there used to be, like, a nice guy who sold, like, I don't know, pastries and stuff. And they make it to his house. And they have to, like, dig out the rubble, because the house got hit by a big old rock. And they make it into the basement. And <laughs> and Aaron goes, uh-oh, it's the wrong key. <laughs> it's not the right key. And Noel's like, oh no, is it going to be, like, four episodes of them finding the right key? And then Levi goes, I got it, and then just kicks the door open. <laughs> And it's and like a normal medicine lounge. I would like to. I'd like to remind everyone what my two predictions were. Right. Okay. Now. Yes. My predictions of what the secret of the basement was were a car <laughs> or a Nazi flag. <laughs> Those are the two. You. I remember a, few, a little bit while ago. You did say like, oh, something to. We'll get there in a second. So they get into the medicine. You know, Grisha Aaron's dad was a doctor. So he's got all kinds of normal medicine, nothing out of the ordinary, right? And then Mikasa finds a little key lock hole in a de- the desk, and yeah. Aaron's key fits, and he opens it. Oh, it's empty. Oh, thankfully it's a it's a false bottom, and he pulls out three journals and lays them on the the table, and he's like about there. The editing is a little weird here. It's like they're about to open the page, and then it cuts to like the capital. With, like, Pixis and, like, uh, Irwin's friend from the military police who, like, moved, you know, changed sides. And they're talking about, oh, yeah, that Grisha guy, huh? He was a real, real character. Ooh. And they cut back. It was weird. They probably could have cut that. But it cuts back to the basement. And, no, that's where the credits are, right? Yeah, it's like they start opening the journal. They open the journal. They see a photograph. They think it's a picture, cause a, a or a drawing, because photographs don't exist. Uh, and then the back of it goes into really awkward detail about what a photograph is. It's like it takes you know this is a reflection of light put onto a piece of glass and stuff, and it's like, you know the the you know the this world what? will tell you what are these photographs? Ooh. We've we got missiles, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this is um. You know, they were, they led you to believe that humanity was wiped out beyond the walls. It, in fact, has not. And humanity outside the wall lives in luxury. Yeah. And then it cuts to credits. And it's really weird um, because immediately after the credits, there's a post-credits scene on that this episode. That is, like, episode. two minutes long. It's a long part of the scene. It should have just been the final scene. It, it should have been. Editing-wise, it would have been better that way. Yeah, and so it cuts to... So, yeah, it cuts to a young Grisha... Grisha Jaeger and him and his sister are yay happy and they're going out but the the mom goes whoa 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 wait you gotta put on your armbands and uh, and Nolan was like oh no <laughs> so that was a tough part so uh, yeah there was in fact some Nazi shit but you know what they see in the sky a zeppelin yeah also you. You know what we're gonna see in the next episode. Yeah. 
So a car. I was <laughs> a car. I was so <laughs> Nolan was riding both counts. We see a car <laughs> and the flashback. And if you remember, they met. Uh, he mentioned that he was like, "I think it's gonna be something that show a different time period," and it does. It's yeah. not like the like early eighteen hundreds. It's later than that by like a century. Yeah. And then bada boom, now we're on to episode 57 called That Day, yeah. where these next few episodes are like a big Grisha backstory thing, yeah. which kind of lays out, yo, this is what's really going on in this world. Yes. Like, this is the this is the pretext that season four, the final season, is going off of now. Yeah, so it... Called that, episode 57, That Day. These next few episodes are actually creditless. There's, like, not, like, a big OP in the opening. Yeah, so, that day uh, starts with child Grisha and his sister breaking past the gates uh, of of their ghetto. Uh, yeah. It looks nicer than the actual ghettos. Probably would have been a little tasteless to do actual ghettos, uh, but... It is a ghetto in yeah. in function, uh, and they they break past it so they can go see the Zeppelin land in the airfield, and two soldiers catch them, and they're like, "Do you have your papers?" And they're like, "We ain't got no stinking papers." Yeah, but politer, cause cause you know the Nazis would not take that kind of back talk. Yeah, that's uh, sad. Cause the whole reason Grisha brought his sister on is cause they wanted to see the blimp landing. Yeah, and so he's like, "I talked my sister into doing this. The punishment, I'll just take double. Please, just bring her home. Just double beat me, so she can be safe and go home." So they double beat him, and then they bring her back towards town. You're like, "Oh, at least they're people of the, their word." Well, the weirdest thing is the guy who hit him. Yeah. Then is like. Sit down, kid. You wanted to see the bill, the blimp, right? Yeah, you already took your beating. It's might like, as already, well see it. We might yeah. as well see it before I bring it back in. Yeah, and then, but <laughs> uh, sister goes missing and found in the river the next day. Yeah, badly torn apart. Yeah, like, it's fucked to shreds. You said <laughs> Grisha's parents opening the door. Oh, where's our daughter? To shreds, you say? <laughs> oh, no. It's fucked, though, because you can see, like, the mother is clearly, like, the system's fucking terrible. I can't believe they did this. But the dad is, like, really, like, super cooperative with them. Yeah. And it kind of makes you, down. like, it makes you feel yeah. sick. Because yeah. he's been, because you don't know what happened to him that made him feel, like, that way. But he's, like, beaten down, and he's like, oh, please, oh, please, police, it won't happen again. I can't believe my daughter did that. I should have had, you know, should have helped her more and stuff. And then but, yeah, this Grisha's is, watching this, yeah. and he's like, I fucking hate my dad now. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe he did this. This inspires Grisha to join a freedom fighter movement uh, that is devoted to this mysterious figure known as the Owl. Uh, yeah, or the Owl is a, of an informer on. So the big thing that this episode then gets into is that the old empire of the Titans was called the Eldian Empire. Yeah. And the the current people who subjugate the Eldians, which is the name of their race, is Are the, the Marleys. Yeah, Marley. And it's Marleyans who oppress them. Because it used to be the other way around. And then they, eventually the Marleyans were able to overtake the Eldians. And now it's like, well, now we're going to oppress you because you oppressed us kind of thing. And also we find out that... The entire 
everything we've seen of the show before this point has been on a small island off the coast of the rest of the continent. Paradise Island. Yeah. A little, like, Madagascar-sized place. Yeah. So that's going on, and it's like, oh, goodness. See, I was wondering why Alex, Marty, Melvin, and Gloria were just bumbling around in the background. <laughs> it all comes together now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Marty. Yeah. I'm the colossal titan. <laughs> and Alex there. He's the armored. Yeah. We need to take you back to Africa. <laughs> Is Pelican Dave King Julian in this case? Probably. I like to move <laughs> it, move, move it. I like, I like to move, move it, move it. Yeah, my oh, goodness. God. So that day, uh, you know, back to the fascism. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh my god. We interrupt so, this Madagascar <laughs> to bring you fascism. So it's really fucked. So, um, if I'm right, this episode ends with... Oh my god, I think I remember where this episode... Oh, so it... So the... Their brigade, uh, gets... Well, first, he meets, uh... Diana Fritz, one of the royal family with the blonde hair, same, same family as Historia. Yeah, and... Who's still on the island, and they fall in love, and they're both like resistance people, and they have a child. And yeah, his which, name is Zeke, Zeke Jaeger. Which I am gonna put my little prediction in now, which I made to you, and you didn't respond during the episode. Zeke Jaeger is the Beast Titan. It's he's definitely the Beast Titan because. So when I first saw the human inside of the Beast Titan at the end of season two, I thought it was I thought it was Grisha Jaeger. Because he looks exactly like Grisha, but with blonde hair. Mm. And that is why I firmly believe that Zeke, uh, that Zeke Jaeger is the Beast Titan. Economy of characters, it kind of, it's kind of the only thing that makes sense at this point. Uh, but, uh, because Zeke's got to pay off and it'd be kind of dumb if you weren't that honestly story-wise it would be dumb at this point but i i'm zeke scarlet <laughs> i'm yeah. another guy but so, yeah so uh the, at the end of the episode though the big reveal oh, no, we've still got a lot of episode to go okay it's a good amount it's yeah, a long episode so, it's these next few episodes are gonna be very dense yeah so, a lot of new elements introduced so yeah so he zeke like a like a little fashy bitch uh Rats out his parents. Yeah, he rats out his parents to the to the Nazis. Marleyans. The Nazis. Very parallel of them, yes. The Mazis. <laughs> the Mazis, yeah. Like their soup. Their ball soup. Yes. <laughs> Mazi balls. Yeah. Okay, uh, but so, uh, so yeah, and then the entire Freedom Fighter Brigade that he's got is uh, brought to the wall uh, where we find... Brought to a wall at the edge of Paradise Island. Yeah. Where you find out, like what happened to Emir in season uh, in season two in the flashback. We find out what happens is, when they are, getting rid of undesirables, they make them into titans. Yeah, they send them to paradise. They say. Yeah. They inject so them they, with the titan fluid and, and kick them kick into them the out. desert. Yeah. To go, you know, towards the walls to harass the, the people who um, and oh, I I think this is where they bring up the lore bit that, uh, King the original King King Fritz fled when the Marleans were taking over the island. Yeah, and they he fled with his most devout followers 
to Paradise Island, put his capital there, and then built the walls. Yeah. And he was like, yo, if you come here, if like, if you go and t- attack this island, I will fucking send all the wall titans at you and destroy the world. Oh, I, I want to talk about something cool about the, uh, about the Freedom Fighters. Okay. They're all titans we've met before. It's such a brilliant visual decision. Yeah, so I put this together, like... Five minutes before they revealed it in the episode, and it was close enough that you didn't even try and try and gaslight me about it. It's too soon. Cause they're at the Freedom Fire meeting, and I instantly picked out two people with the faces of one. We got Mark's the Mark's from season one, uh, and the guy who takes a bite of Aaron. Yeah, the guy who Aaron be- first becomes Chet inside of, uh, and yes. I still don't get why. Did I discuss this on Mike earlier? I still don't get why it is that that didn't turn Mark's Titan into into it. A, into into a. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a spoiler at this point that the the goo stuff is spinal fluid. Yeah, it's spinal fluid they inject into you. Yeah, so they have to eat the spine. Okay. Of the oh, person. Okay. okay, because he... That, that's like a tiny bit... I don't think that's been a, because... officially stated yet in the show, but it's not really a spoilery thing. Okay, all like, right. It needs to be the spinal fluid that'll turn you into the Titan. Okay, so... He just got unlucky with the way he bit Aaron. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, then, uh, we also... Anime Eyes was also there. The big fucking Eyes Titan. Yeah. And so... But yeah, so they are... Executing these guys, turning them into Titan by turning them into Titans and pushing them into the desert, and then Dina Fritz comes up. Yeah, Grisha's wife. And oh my goodness, she, this reveal. And she's turned. And we'll say what she say before that though. She was like, Grisha, no matter what form I take, wherever you are, I'll find you. Yeah. And they. Injector, they throw her into the desert, and she becomes the smiling titan. In the first episode of the whole yeah, show. Yeah, the one that kills Krisha's new side piece. <laughs> <laughs> and then Aaron kills in season two. two. Yeah. Yeah, it's her. It's yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. And then right before, so Krisha's like, how? No, fuck, how dare you? And so then, right... then we cut to Aaron to show that this has been Aaron, like, having memory dreams of it. Yeah. And then, after that, Chris is freaking out, and the guy who threw Dina in is the same guy who killed his sister? No, it's not the, no, it's not the same guy. No, no, no he it, was the one who... No, the, remember the, the fat one? The, yeah, the that's what I'm guy? saying. The, he was the one who oh, threw sorry. Dina in. Oh, sorry, okay. Yeah, is, They're both... Yeah, okay. And then guy. the guy beside him is, even though Grisha doesn't realize it, it's it's the guy who uh, it's the guy who gave him his beating and let him watch the blimp. Yeah. And the fat dude uh, with the mustache uh, gets thrown down into the uh, into the desert and eaten by anime eyes Titan by by the uh, other guard who yeah. reveals himself. To be, th- to be the, the owl. owl, and then he changes into Chet. 
right before our eyes. Turns into his own, like, jet form. And And that's where the episode cuts off. It's like, oh shit, and he's fucking, like, cracking, like, a wooden ship in half on his, like, shoulders. Yeah. But then, um, it's revealed that the the guy who killed his sister fed her to the dogs. Yeah. Like, so fucking brutal. So that's episode 57. Let his son feed her to the... But yeah, so so fucked. So so then, episode 58... Yeah. Attack Titan. Yeah. This is a really interesting name. What? Thing. Yeah, give us the the naming. From thing. what I from what I've heard, Attack on Titan is a bit of a you know, some Japanese words being different in English and vice versa, where apparently Attack on Titan and the Attack Titan are pretty similar word things in Japan. Yeah. Like it, phrases. It's, it's wordplay in the in the original Japanese yeah. of like so I'd say even though it's kind of clunky in English, the the way based on what you've told me, the way to say it would be like attack Titan, though not grammatically correct, sounds in English like caveman speak for let's attack that Titan, mm. or you go attack that Titan. It's a command to go attack a Titan, but attack Titan we learn is also the name of Chet. That's the chat. So there's nine... They say there's nine titans that the founder Ymir, like, you know, had. Yeah. And one of them is the attack titan, Chet. So, yeah, so that's what we... So, yeah, that's the, the central wordplay of the series is that we think the title is in reference to attacking those titans, but it's actually the name of Aaron Yeager's titan. Uh, and, yeah, I'd get... It probably works, as you said, it works way better grammatically in Japanese than English. You hear Aaron say, the attack titan, he goes, Shinjikai no Jukan or whatever, and that's the name of the show. Yeah. It's like, oh shit! It would be like Walter would be like, I'm Breaking Bad! <laughs> it's, it's a big moment thing. It's like, oh shit! So then, um... In the HBO's Game of Thrones, you win <laughs> or you die. <laughs> there is no middle ground. Yes. So with that going on... Kendall-son, it's just plain succession. <laughs> just plain succession, boy. <laughs> oh my god, so... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this is twice this episode we've done our Logan Roy impression. It's a great show. Watch it succession. Is. So, um... Episode 58, so a lot of it's backstory of... His name is Aaron Kruger. And he is the current attack titan. He's been the owl, and he says, The attack titan has always been striving for freedom. And the Attack Titan has been always striving for freedom since he was first made. And he's like, listen, Grisha, so when you inherit when you inherit one of the nine Titans, you know, the fa- uh, the Founding Titan is in Titan, the Founding Titan is on one of the nine Titans, the Armor Titan is, colossal. the Colossal, the yeah. female, like, you know, the people that can turn into Titans, those are one of the nine Titans. And he says, yo, Grisha, when you become one of the Titans, you can only live, I think it's 13 years. Yeah, it's 13 years. And he's like, dude, it's been 13 years for me. Like, I'm going to die soon. So, instead, I'm going... But he's like, I have a mission, though. I like I need to make sure that Marley does not get the coordinate. Like, the, the founding Titan that yeah. is currently in Paradise Island. Okay, so... You just said it's everyone who can change from Titan to human. That's the nine. 
So someone who could turn it from a human into a titan so, is so, one yeah, of So, that's what you just said. So, to say, yes. so that means the nine titans are Emir. Yep. We know Aaron's two of them. He's both the coordinate and the... the attack uh, titan. And the attack titan. Yes. Beast titan. Yep. Colossal. Yep. Armored. Yep. Female titan. Yep. My little freak. My little freak. Pelican Dave. Alright, what's the ninth? <laughs> Big Head Larry, baby! <laughs> no. So that leaves us... That leaves one... A, a, a mystery. One mystery one. Mm. But it's it's my little freak is one of them. <laughs> he's a little, he's a little freaky boy. Yeah. yeah, They can talk, so you know it's an intelligent one. Yeah. So We don't have a name for that one yet, but... Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. So there's nine titans... And they all spawn from the, the founding titan. Yeah. So that's what's happening with fif- episode 58, the you know Attack Titan. There's a lot of... That's that's the name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so that's happening... Okay, can I give my crazy theory for who the ninth is going to be? So it's very important, the fact yeah. that... So it's made very important, the fact that if you do not pass it on naturally, someone's just going to be born with it. Yeah. It's Mikasa. It's going to be Mikasa. It, they're the three main characters. She's got to be one of them. Two of them are ta- are 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 the nine now. That'd be pretty lame. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> oh, you're fucking gaslighting. No, 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 no. I'm not. I think if all three of the main characters were all titans, it would be less interesting. Mikasa doesn't need to be a titan. I don't want her to be a titan. When this happens, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I'm. I am. No gas. That's a joke. I'm not. Oh, put that back. That's like darkroom paper stuff. Oh, cool. But um, <laughs> that'd be dumb. I would want it. I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna happen. Now. I. You, you're in full gaslight gatekeep girl boss mode. Uh, but well, no, moving moving on. <laughs> I'll get that at the end. I'll talk about that at the end. So the attack attack titan has you know they're talking and stuff and then one of Nolan's uh. Nolan's favorite character makes an appearance in this episode to deliver a love letter to Historia. Ymir gives a has writes a love yeah, letter. Yeah, Ymir writes to Historia, but she doesn't deliver it. And well, I was trying, I was trying writer. to remember: Are you being ironic? And Folk was the one who <laughs> gave it to. Her. No, so but, yeah, so she, yeah. so, and in that letter, she's explicit that she loves her and she wishes she could marry her. To which Historia then says something interesting that she knew all along, which, no you didn't. <laughs> you were oblivious. She was, she was very, very direct with her intent, and you just kept being like, oh, like a roommate, huh? <laughs> don't, you Ooh. don't get to play that card, Historia. Ooh. Wait, you want to be a couple? A couple of best buds? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, what a time. So You wanna gets... eat me out platonically? <laughs> oh, you wanna eat me out like take me out to eat? Okay, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So it gives this beautiful, nice little love letter that Reiner has to give to her. <laughs> you wanna peg me? You do know me very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So Scissoring? I love arts and crafts. <laughs> so that happens. It's a it's a fun it's a it's a great little little, little moment for her. This thing, this is no time for punches. 
<laughs> Licking clitoris. That doesn't. That's not. A, is that Italian? <laughs> Alright, so the three funniest of those jokes keep the rest cut. <laughs> or just bleep so people know they happen. Okay. So, um, while this is happening, there's a lot of, you know, back, uh, you know, backstory stuff while this is happening. So, while this is happening, Aaron is like, you know, uh, Aaron looks fucking weathered. Aaron looks yeah. tired and beat from, like, all these memories he's getting from Grishan, from his father now. Yeah. And, like... They just basically go over a summary at this episode from Right, where it's like, hey, you know, we, we captured the Colossal Titan, and we recaptured Walmaria, great sick. Yeah. But a lot of it's backstory. And the the final few lines of this episode opens up really crazy things for later, for the okay, last season. So, so, yeah, so what happens is they're having a meeting uh, where all the higher-ups of the military uh, and Historia uh, are talking about, like, what the... Are talking about Aaron Yeager being the coordinate and how they don't know how it is that he can well, use the power. Well, no, that's fifty. But, I think that's fifty. Is that fifty nine? No, that's the end of this episode. And oh, then, yeah. Okay, yeah. Got it. So <laughs> they don't know how he can use the power, uh, but and then Aaron puts it together. Yeah, he realizes that the one time he's been able to use the coordinate power was after touching. The smiling titan, who Who's was who, who was had royal blood. Yeah, so that's the only way he can use the coordinate, and they're like so confident about. Oh, he can use the coordinate without having the royal blood. He's all set, but internally he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, and he has an outburst, but he then realizes it would be bad to explain it to them because the, he doesn't know what the military would then do to Historia. Yeah, but. They write it off as hormones. Yeah. Like, the el- <laughs> the elders of the military reminding us... They like, are children. One of, the, one of the few times they draw attention to the child soldier aspect <laughs> of this, and it's for comedy, is when, all right, yes, he's going through a phase. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, the final part of the show, the final, like, bit of the episode is Aaron Kruger is like... Grisha, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, have a family, love your family, you know, this is the only way we can break the cycle of this violence and stuff. And he's like, you gotta save Armin and Mikasa in the flashback. Yeah. And then Grisha's like, who are, who's Armin and who's Mikasa? And Kruger goes, huh, yeah, who are they? Whose memories are these? And yeah. that's where we end the episode. So, so the memory link goes both ways. Yeah. And so with the attack also Titan, going into my theory. Okay, so I think the end game is Aaron has got to figure out a way so that the 13-year timer is not on Armin mm. or the other Titan Mikasa. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm riding fast on this. Every theory I've had mm. has in some way come true. In some twisted way. <laughs> it's the monkey's paw. Yeah. You're like, man, I wish Armin got more powers. Erwin's death. Monkey paw cur- finger <laughs> curls. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish I would I wish I didn't hate 
I wish I didn't hate Levi so much. Flotch. Flochke. Flochke has entered the game. Okay, so now we're on to the final episode. Yes, yeah, so episode 59. I can talk about well, how much I hate Floke. Yes, so episode 59, the other side of the wall. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a lot less. I don't think this has any flashback part. I think this is now we are firmly in the present at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're, we're firmly in the present. It's... Uh, well, the beginning does start with by doing a redo of the final scene from the last episode. Yeah, and but uh, as last mention of uh, 58, I haven't mentioned yet about Ymir, when uh, when Historia opens up the letter and reads it, she has like a little spark and she has like a, a like, sees yeah. some imagery. Yeah. But yeah, okay, that's so, Yeah, but the episode starts during a medal ceremony for the nine survivors of the scouts, in, during which Floke has some opinions. <laughs> so Floke is pretty much just yelling at Armin and telling him telling him we shouldn't have saved you you should be dead go fuck yourself yeah he's like everyone thinks it should have been Erwin Erwin's the battle commander how could you do this like you should have just died and Armin's Armin like, had no say over this yeah and then Armin gets really sad about it and Erwin and Aaron like stands up for Armin and I'm like yeah so that's happening, and then the medal, the medal ceremony where Historia, you know, all the queen's garment is putting the medals on, like, oh, puts it on, you know, puts it on Levi and puts it on Hanji, and then the second she puts it on Aaron, Aaron kisses her hand. Kisses well, her everyone's hand. kissing everyone's her hand. Everyone's kissing her hand. Aaron this isn't just like a weird thing. Aaron kisses. <laughs> Aaron kisses her hand like the others, and there's a spark, and there's like silence. And the other people, the other, everyone else in the, who get the medals, look over at Aaron, and Aaron is like, has like a horrified expression on his so face. So Aaron see, Aaron has a flashback. So there is a flashback, but, yeah. but it's to, not as far back. It's to the cave where, uh, where Gr- he's in Grisha's mind. Uh, oh, as cave. Grisha uh, killed all of the Fritz yeah. family to get the coordinate titan. And we find out that Grisha... Tried to plead with the uh, with the current coordinate to she, get her to use the powers, and she refused. Yeah. So he I, tried before he yeah. did that. I think that was just the final like button to show that you know Grisha Grisha had his reasons. Yeah. But uh, so, but yeah. So then we get the second half of the episode where we get a time skip. So we skip to a year later. Well, one thing I do want to mention is Aaron, you can really feel it throughout this episode. He's changing inside. Yeah. Like, you can, like, Grisha's memories of this, like, Marley and the fucking oppression and shit that he, that his family's been through. It's like, it's getting to him. Like, he's trying to speak about, yeah, on the other side of the, on the other side of the sea, there's going to be freedom for us. And then, like, you, you get a brief, like, image cut of uh, I guess his aunt, his his father's sister, being ripped apart by dogs, and yeah. he stops. He's like, shit. Like you yeah. can, and he's feel he looks more haggard and more like distraught, and like you yeah. can feel things are changing in him. Yeah. Over these new discoveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But yeah, there's a one year time skip, and they are going towards the. They're going past the wall because. 
there are very few, if not, if any, Titans left. They got a big smasher thing they hadn't seen three part one, and they smashed all the Titans safely, with using the hardening power. Yeah. So, but there, yeah, they're going past the wall, Maria, and they go all the way to seeing the ocean. On their way there, they do find one Titan who. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to, like, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Grace. And I don't think that's a plot-relevant thing that's going to happen. I think that's just the implication that Grace was a guy from the flashbacks. uh, And it's just this tiny little titan, like, pulling itself along. It's been pulling itself along so long that the grass has grown back uh, in its snail trail. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I think... uh, what was it fucking flong? Flang? Flock is like, we should kill it. Why won't we kill it? And Aaron's like, he's a patriot like the rest of us. And it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he's like, he's a patriot. Like, leave him be. And they keep riding towards the the edge of the island. Yeah, but then Floak still wants to kill him. Because fuck Floak. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so they ride past and Armin finally gets to see the ocean. Oh, it's a beautiful... It's like... After all the hell through this season, it's a beautiful, like, sparkling blue ocean. Everyone has a fun time splishy-splashing, and then Mikasa and Armin share a look, and you know, you know where I'm going. <laughs> you know, you know what else is in the sea? Ships. <laughs> and I ship this. Oh, goodness. My friendship... <laughs> With the Mikasa Aaron ship has ended. Now Mikasa Armin is my friend. <laughs> yeah, so especially, they're having a good time. Especially because of what? The last lines. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll open you up to the background of this moment and then you'll you'll do it, okay? Okay, yeah. So they're in the ocean. And, you know, they're finally celebrating. Like, Armin has his shoes off and his bare feet in the ocean. He's like, oh, this feels so great. Mikasa's doing the same thing, like taking her boots off. And it's like, oh, this is great. This is wonderful. Like, isn't this wonderful? And, like, Armin, like, picks up, like, a seashell. He's like, this is beautiful. And they look over at Aaron. And Aaron is just staring past the horizon of the ocean. Staring, like, straight. And if I remember right, that was the first shot we see in Season 3, Part 1. It is. Like, before we see anything else, it's that shot. Yeah. And he's looking at it. And then Armin and Mika's are like, what's up, Aaron? What's going on? And we talked about this at the beginning of this half, but Aaron gives a speech about how the only way to freedom is genocide. He doesn't say the G word, but he does say kill to all kill enemies, every, to, to kill an entire country. I talked about briefly in season at the end of season one, mm. and it kind of went on a back burner because they haven't really played with it that much since. Mm. But at the end of season one, Aaron is able to find his. Aaron is able to empower. We find out that the way Aaron empowers his, his Titan to work for him is through pure hatred. Pure hatred yeah. of the enemy and desire to kill them. He's like, I, I'm going to move forward. Like that's what I do. He has learned a way to not uh, manifest that in constantly talking to everyone about how much he's going to kill every single Titan, which is 
very toolish behavior. Uh, he's learned to just think that. It's the essentially his ethos is is the Incredible Hulk's I'm always angry. Yeah, uh, but instead and, of like I'm always gonna kill everybody. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's pretty violent. And that kind of, and at the time I talked about how that doesn't seem healthy. That seems like that's gonna go bad places. And then they have for the past two. Uh, for the past 31 episodes, they have done nothing with that, really. Mm. It's kind of been on a back burner. It's something we know, yeah. but it's not something that's mentioned on the show or drawn attention to. The thing that's... Until Aaron Yeager says we should genocide our way to freedom. So, uh... That's a thing that we are gonna be experiencing in season four. <laughs> yeah, I would. I will say what Attack on Titan originally is as a show, <laughs> it ends at this episode. <laughs> what Attack on Titan is a, original message of we're gonna wipe out the Titans, yeah. we're gonna take back the walls. They've taken back the walls. Yeah, the What's entire next? island of paradise is theirs now. Yeah, uh, but so I think that. You can always feel that Aaron, it's there. Like, I just yeah. think that we only really see it here because of what, you know, all his dad's memories and shit. And on top of that, he doesn't have a direct enemy to punch it right now. Yeah. Like, at the end of season one, it's like, oh, he punched Annie, and that was it then. And he's like, well, shit, who am I fighting now, you know? Yeah. And now in the end of season three, part two... He's like, what am I fighting now? And I saw this brilliant quote. I don't remember who said it, but it's like, when Aaron got to the ocean, he didn't see the beauty of it. He just saw another wall. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, uh, I think it's time for Nolan Uncover Your Ears. Yes. Okay, I'm going to sprinkle in some a mix of things here. A lot of it okay. is going to be the parts of this is indicating what you know, Marley is and everything. Yeah. One of the interesting things is that way back in season two of the show, there's a moment where... Let me try to find the exact writing I wrote down when it happened. Yeah. Okay, so um, in episode 29 of, episode, of season two, Soldier, okay. there's that scene where Ymir... Reiner and Berthal and a bunch of people in the castle as the Titans are coming in. Yeah. And they find canned food. You remember that? They find Oh, they're confused about canned food. Yeah. They don't have canned food. And on top of that, Nolan, Fuck. do you remember the kind of fish it was? Herring. Which is a sea fish. It's an ocean fish. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. It was an ocean fish. And then Get this. Even earlier back in episode like twenty six. Uh-huh. Okay. Episode thirty four, the opening. It's called opening. Yeah. Ymir says, What's that monkey when they see when she first sees the beast titan walking around? Yeah. And Aaron says, What's that? What's a monkey? Oh, yeah, because Ymir is from the mainland. Ymir is from the mainland. Ymir has seen a monkey and knows what that is. Aaron doesn't know what a fucking monkey is. Like they're isolated there. This continues to happen a few times. Like when uh, this same season, this same season I think is the next time it really comes up. Yeah. Where it's in episode 51, 
or episode 50. Do you remember when Armin goes, what's this weird black tea? That's not tea. It's coffee. It's coffee. And you oh, can't, they can't grow coffee the hot in the walls. Drink, the hot drink. Yeah. I made fun of, there's a, there's a, so as, if you're watching along with the show, folks, you know uh, there's always the, uh, halfway through the episode, they cut to like this info dump kind of like little, like video game loading screen kind of lore thing and one of them was just the can the empty cans and it said hot drink question mark (laughs) and i made i roasted that so hard so nolan the last one that i wrote down that was a big one before it actually got revealed you actually picked it up kind of okay in episode 53 perfect game oh the baseball the the beast time does i'm pitching a perfect game and nolan says I didn't think there was baseball in this world. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you picked that up, but you didn't he, you didn't quite make that connection, thankfully, that at that point. But I that's mean, I why used they it baseball. for my future theory. I didn't yeah. use it for the okay. mainland theory. It's a good idea. Because it was like yeah. baseball. They don't have them on the they don't have them in the walls. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to bring up now is so that is the end of episode fifty nine. Yeah. As I said, episode season four is kind of a bit of a different show now, where you know Aaron's not going on a great path here. <laughs> like yeah. things are gonna get a little uh, a little hazy at certain points. Yeah. Uh, things get a little get pretty nuts, and I think I could categorize as season four part one to me is a bit kind of like season three part one, where there's still a lot of good elements. And there is some cool action, some interesting ideas and stuff, but it is a little bit more of a build-up season where it's like, okay, we got to establish what the fuck Marley is. Yeah. What's this, you know, whole new place and world now we got to establish? And it's some really cool stuff once you figure out like what the tech is. It's like World War One weaponry and shit. Yeah. It's fucking really fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. But like, season, I think season four part two is going to be like season three part two. Okay. Where it's like there's going to be some really cool actiony things. And then there's going to be like, oh fuck, <laughs> kind of moments yeah. that are gonna really puncture up like the rest of the show. Yeah. After that, so it's like, it's gonna be fucking nuts. <laughs> um, but things are gonna get real seedy for a bit here, and I'm excited to talk about that when it gets there. Cause keep in mind, when I first watched parts of season four, I watched like a bad like fan dub. Yeah. So I probably missed like half the shit they were talking about. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's weird things. But Nolan, I know what we're gonna have to watch when we get to the McCurran episode. Oh no, there's actually um, Crunchyroll things. There's okay. actually like Crunchyrolls for season awesome. four, part one now. Okay. So Nolan, I um, mean for part two. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it'd be. You think they're doing we'll day and date for out. the? Okay. We'll figure something. If I got yeah. a Crunchyroll for a couple months, I'll do it. Yeah. So Nolan, I gotta admit something to you though. Yeah. Right now, I had set up a gaslight that was so powerful. But with where our recording was headed, I didn't do it. Okay. And I, I want to let you in on that now. Okay. So, because I felt where we were going as a discussion, it would completely ruin this. Okay. Right? Yeah. I was originally going to... The reason I wanted Midnight Sun to be on part two, and we had a discussion yeah. of part one, is because I was going to try to fuck with you. Yeah. And I had Jad draw Irwin instead of Armin on the covers. Wait, has that been a thing the whole time? I was going to mix, I was going to put these instead. Oh, God. 
So that was gonna be my big reveal, but because here was I had to I had to plan because because folks um, when we first talked about this, I had uh, Jad, a good friend of mine, commissioned the po- the thumbnail of this series way back when we started this the whole rewatching of the show, and I had him draw for season four, the most current season, but Armin's in the drawing, so Nolan, I was gonna go. Because I thought you would have been like, wait, Armin's in the in the drawing of season four, you know? I thought you might have picked up on that. And I was like, I have to have something in case that happens. Or else <laughs> that moment is going to be completely ruined for you. So I was going to fuck with you and be like, oh, it's a shame I had Jad draw two. <laughs> I was going to set that up. But with how the discussion was going, you had fully bought into, okay, Armin's dead. Erwin's probably dead. And I was like, yeah. it's gonna be fucking weird for me to be like, oh, look at this dead guy and send this other dead guy. <laughs> like, like, just to know, folks, I had set that up. I, I need to say it here because... You, you put a lot of work into this prank. I put it, I put a little bit. <laughs> well, Jad put a lot of work into yes. this prank. Thank you, Jad, for going. Sorry, Jad, that they didn't pay off. I just wanted to let people know, when this episode comes up, I'll post it on the Twitter, but... It was a really fun drawing of Erwin instead of what he'd look like in season four because I wanted to mess with Nolan and get him and get him to be like, oh fuck, which one is it? But given that he thought both had died, and I don't think we even talked about the serum in part one, yeah. it would have been like, you're gaslighting me. I know Armin's gonna live or something. So I decided not to do that. So you are spared from that gaslight. <laughs> See, I wasn't even thinking about the poster. I didn't even Ooh. think of the poster as like a oh, this is supposed to capture a specific moment in time. I thought it was like a, just a collective. I would have bought that Armin's a lead character for the first three seasons. He deserves to be on the poster for yeah. overall talks. Yeah, I just thought it would have been like, oh, not that, because it kind of would have ruined Midnight Sun for yeah. you, which is the yeah. best episode of the show so far. Yeah. But that was my... Uh, <laughs> Un-gaslight your Nolan. <laughs> All right. So overall, though, so that's it, folks. Um... We are, I am really excited to get to season four, but we're before that, we, to end on a nice little cap note of season three, part two, overall, Nolan, what, there's a few good anime moments in this uh, season, a lot of them, in fact. All right, yeah, I'll give my top five anime So, moments. I'm wondering, Nolan, could you list me in... Maybe maybe a list order, <laughs> some anime moments that were pretty cool. Okay. Okay. So what you got? I'll start with number five. Hearing my little freak talk. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he talked in his gravelly little robot voice. <laughs> They're ready, sir. I was like, yes. Slay. Yes, King. That is the voice you should have. Okay. Alrighty. So then, I'm curious. Okay, that's a great one. So what's number four? Seeing my little freak roll of rock underneath the beast. I do I have? Do I have to disqualify a little freak from three, two, and one? Because <laughs> he will be all five moments. Fine. I'll have little freak only right. be number one. But that's kind of a ruining it. Number one is my little freak. <laughs> all, right, all right. Okay, number five in truth then okay. is going to be Armin's sacrifice. Okay. Uh, 
number four. Number four. Number four is going to be... It was really funny when Marlo got hit in the face with a rock to death. <laughs> you didn't guy. like that I laughed during that, but it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird reaction. Like, damn, it's so sad. Aha! <laughs> so that's number it's four. It's just perfect comedic timing. That was four. Okay, number What's three. number three? Number three is going to be when Levi takes out the Beast Titan... You heard it here first, folks. Number three is a Levi scene. Character growth has been strong. So, Levi fighting the Beast Titan is one of the best animated sequences in the entire show. Yeah. It's fucking gorgeous, and it it intersects perfectly with that. Yeah. So, after you do your top five, I'm going to do my, my top little three, because this is my favorite okay, season. So, now, it's so my number, number two? two. Number two. Aaron getting hard in the hole. Which one? The was is the one the first one where he has a big old spin? Or is uh, it... I'm gonna do the second. The second reveals the cooler one. Oh yeah. It is funny just saying he gets hard in the hole. But yes. Okay, and number, <laughs> number one, one is my little freak. My little freak. Yeah. <laughs> little freak just being a little freak all over the place. Ooh. Yeah. I think for me it's I'll be more, more like, ooh, yeah. Okay, number three is Erwin's charge. Okay. <laughs> it's a hype moment. I'm like, yes! And then when he immediately dies, it's like, well, that that's expected. <laughs> so yeah. that's number three. Number two is probably going to be Aaron take, finally ki- like taking out the Colossal Titan. Yeah. Fucking a beat. Oh my god, like ripping the, the nape out. And he got to do it as a human. It, he got yeah. one of his... You Titan kills as a human. One of his two. <laughs> yeah, and it was the Colossal Titan. Beautiful moment. And That's then, like how Harper Lee wrote two books and one of them was to kill a mockingbird, right? I, a book I don't like, but it's a big book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. number one, it, it's your number three. It's Levi beating the Colossal Titan. It's beating okay. the Beast Titan. You're it's telling the perfect me sequence. that my little freak doesn't make your list. If there was four, <laughs> they'd be four. Okay. Pelican Dave, you hear that? All right, so uh, we discussed this in a part that you probably cut because it was bad audio. Uh, but you don't have any Nolan cover your earses for this one. Um, any Nolan I cover your ears moments are more like we're kind of reaching the end of that. Okay, like we're kind of like reaching the point where. If I was to do Nolan Cover Your Ears, it'd be manga spoilers. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I don't want to do manga spoilers, because I know a lot of people will wait for the anime, and this was one of the cases where it definitely was worth it. Yeah. Like, the anime is... I think the show is better than the anime in this case. Or, sorry. The anime is better than the manga in this case. Okay, awesome. So, so in like, that case... I don't want to give manga spoilers, but... If there is a movie, which has been rumored now, that'd be fucking nuts. Okay. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say. So, uh, in, if that's the case, then uh, let's just give you folks our socials and we'll, uh, we'll uh, fuck off so you can stop listening to a podcast for two hours. <laughs> well, folks, um, glad you're here because this is my favorite season of the show. This is how we all got started. This is how I convinced Noel to start watching the show. Like, we gotta get to here. We gotta get to here at least. Well, you convinced me by saying we could do Oak Jazz an episode. Which was not an even trade. <laughs> it was not. Which is why we've got my special month coming up soon, folks. 
in a couple of months after you'll be hearing this. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah, it's so it'll be quite a quite a novel adventure, I'd say. Yeah, it will be. It's uh... <laughs> hope it's not too dry of an experience for people. Oh goodness, don't like those dry things. Jeez. To contact us, please email King of the Casters. That's at gmail.com. Yeah. And our Twitter is at uh, Podzilla K O T C. And those are really the only socials we have. Uh, those are the things we use. We've, we've, I've got a personal Twitter where I give bad <laughs> takes constantly. Woo! Just horrendous <laughs> takes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so then let you know, folks. So follow us on our Twitter and follow us on the Spotify, RSS.com. Uh, Apple Podcasts, all those things you listen to, and if you're listening to this, you know how to find our podcast. And we, I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. So our next episode is in the schedule. It's actually going to be the BFG of 2016. Oh, folks, we recorded this one a while ago, and let me just say, and who are you? <laughs> That's Jasper telling us to wrap. See you next time, baby. Woo. See you then. Bukule.